Hey guys, this is Chaitan. And this is Abby. And welcome back to Who Got Next, episode 60. So we had the over-unders on the NFL season coming out. This is pre-draft, uh, the Vegas odds. So today we're going to be going over the NFC East and the NFC North. Because so- those are the two divisions. Let's just say why, because those are the two divisions where our favorite teams reside. So let's start it off with those two. So actually, why don't we start it off with the East and then we'll go to the North. Let's save you guys. All right. Okay. Well, let's just go with what Vegas has right now. Vegas has right now the leader of the division being Dallas, nine and a half. Washington second with eight. Giants third. Your Giants third, mm-hmm. seven. And Philly fourth. Six or last with six and a half. And mind you, we have to consider the fact that there's now a 17th game. The schedule is coming out May 12th. We got that news, I think it was yesterday. So then that we'll have a better picture of, yo, who's playing on Sunday night, Monday night. When's the bye week coming into play here? Who's playing on Thanksgiving? Who's How many road trips? Who's playing like that? So that, that will put a more clear picture on it. But for right now, these odds have been released, and we're doing these two divisions, and we're starting off with the NFC East. So let's start off with the team that they feel is going to have the highest over-under with Dallas. So nine and a half, 17 games. So that means you're going to go 10. You have to go 10 and 7. Yep. 10 and 7. It, it's weird to say 10 and 7 right now. It's going to take a long time to get used to this, in my opinion, because there's no more 500. Yeah. At this point, eight, eight, and eight, and what? Nine and eight is five hundred. Unless yeah, you go eight, much. unless you go eight, eight and one. And I really feel if there's any team that's it go eight, eight and one, it's this team right here, Dallas. Then you go eight, eight and one. Right now, uh, since obviously draft is not done yet, and we're doing this pre-draft, that's the last big thing out there. To be honest, I don't think there's. There are free agents out there that can make a difference, but let's be honest here. This is the last main thing. But nine and a half, I think I think they go nine and eight. So under. This defense is still trash, in my opinion. You lost the Demarcus Lawrence is your best pass rusher. You you lost whatever you had in secondary. You replaced your secondary with two players from Atlanta who had the worst secondary in the NFL last season. Will they be better? I say, okay, they'll be better than last year. But I think I think they go under only by half a game, nine and eight. I'm going under as well. And my concern here is I was watching Get Up this morning, and everyone's like, it. the obvious pick for the Cowboys at 10 is going to be a defensive player. And everyone's like, yeah, they should, if Patrick Sertan – the second is on the board. They should probably take him. But everyone is just like, you know, what if Jerry sees, like, a guy there, like an offensive player there that he wants that, that like, slipped to 10, and he takes that? Like, that, that would be my concern as a uh, – if I were a Cowboys fan, I would prefer them to go 0-17. But uh, – I. Putting that aside, like tried to be unbiased. I understand you hate this division because of who's in it, except for your own but, team. 
So you but gotta that, try to be, come on, man. That, give me, I know, give me a number. That, that, number. I'm saying that aside, like it, their defense was so bad that at one point they were gonna uh, them in Seattle were gonna break all the bad defensive records. Right. So that like that's my main concern is how, they haven't done anything to improve on their defense. I can go I can see them going anywhere between seven and ten and nine and eight. That's two wins. That's a two win difference. So you think their ceiling is nine wins? Yeah. Their floor is seven. Yeah, because then say Okay, they, gotta give me a number. You have to, this is Vegas, bro. Nine and a half over under. So you're saying under no matter what. Under no matter what. And I think they get to, they get to nine. All right. Now we move on to the team that I feel will win this division. Obviously, we are very, 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 very early. But as for right now, I feel the most complete team. I don't think there's any complete team in this division. But if I were to do no, that, there's no complete team in this division. If I, because either one team don't got a QB, one team don't got an O line, one team don't got weapons, one team don't got a defense, one team don't got a head coach. There's a lot of shit. So Washington eight, I would take the over. I think they can go, they can go five and one and just in the division. I can see them losing one game, and that is two. Let's say you lose to the uh, Giants at Giants. I could see you sweeping Dallas. I could see you sweeping Philly, and then you lose one game to the Giants. Worst case scenario, I think they go four and two in the division, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so eight. I think is I, I would have loved to fill seven and a half because then all you need is eight. But for this to win, you need nine because there is no such thing as a half of a win, unless you go. I don't know eight, eight and one would be. That's still eight wins, so that's technically a push. But I think over eight wins, nine and eight. Yeah. I think they'll go nine and eight. They went seven and nine last year with Dwayne Haskins as a majority player for them. And then Alex Smith, listen, props to him. Man came back from almost death to get them to where they did. And then Taylor Heineke was a quarterback in the playoffs. So, and Kyle Allen started a couple games for them. So I think, and Washington swept Dallas last year. I understand Dak got hurt. So, yeah, actually, you know what? I'm not going to use that as a uh, metric because Dak didn't play, obviously. But listen, I think Fitzmagic, he wants to start. He was balling before they put two in, and they put two in only because, obviously, they want to see what he has. They were five and three, I think, with um, Fitzmagic. And he has more talent on this team than he did, than he did last year on Miami. And the draft also, obviously, is still out there. So I think Washington eight wins. I think they easily passed that. They could their floor. I would say is nine and eight. Their ceiling is, I would say eleven and six. Yeah, I was gonna. I'm going with the. I'm also going with the over. I'm looking at the schedule. So they get to play Kansas City, Chargers, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Seattle. Atlanta, Carolina, Denver, Raiders, Packers. So if they go four and two in the division, right, I can see them beating a team like Seattle. 
I can see them beating a team like the Chargers. I can see them beating a team like the Falcons, Carolina, Denver, Los Angeles. I'm going to go with the 10 and 7. I'm going with the over on here on this team. That team defensively, you're giving another year for Chase Young to, you know, play. Chase Young was easily their best defensive player last year. Just him maturing another year. That man's gonna be scary. So I'm going with the the over on, with the ten and seven record. So easily over. And I have them winning the division. Oh, we are a long ways away from being able to go there, bro. We are very far away, but it's obviously you can say that right now. We have a long way to go before that. Obviously, a knock on wood. There's always injuries in camp, and we know that happens. Preseason, yeah. there's going to be a preseason. Two games will be played. So that's also another thing. So we are a long ways away from being able to predict divisions. I know, but, but if we're predicting win totals, you can. Yeah, I, I feel I feel you. So I understand why you're saying that. But we both say over. Now we get to your team. They were six and ten last year, if I'm not mistaken, right? Six and ten. Six and ten. And Daniel Jones missed two games. Two, two or one. Games. Two games. He, and he rushed two. back for one. Yep. I think. With Saquon, with now Kenny Galladay, so you add two big pieces. You add Kyle Rudolph, former Viking, legend for the Vikings, in my opinion. And then you still have Sterling Shepard. You still have um, Evan Ingram. You still have Darius Lane. You have Andrew Thomas in his second year. You have Nate Soldier coming back. You have your 10th pick, 11th pick overall. You have a really good head coach, in my opinion, Joe Judge. I feel like he knows what the hell he's doing. You have Daniel Jones. This is his make it or break a year. He got pressure on him. This is it. If he if he if you f's up this year, it's over. He gone, in my opinion. Um, the defense. You lost Dalvin Tomlinson to the Vikings. Obviously, keep mentioning that. But overall, the defense is still intact. Eleventh pick. We don't know where they're gonna go. With that, they don't really have a pass rusher still. That's the biggest concern. But still, seven is too light, in my opinion. So I am saying they will go eight, eight, eight and nine. Eight and nine, bro. That's I don't think that's gonna be too difficult for them to do. I think I think they go actually. Damn, do will they go nine and eight? Yeah, I think they go nine and eight. That's the record. Nine and eight. So over seven. Really? Over seven, yes. Over seven. Eight and nine, I don't think is that hard for them to accomplish, to be honest. You have no excuses. So I think eight and nine, bro, I don't one game under five hundred, I think they can do that. Worst case scenario. Let me and they go seven and ten. Seven and ten is a push. So the same exact record as last year. So they would have to go six and eleven to be under this total. That's six wins for this team, bro. No, I can't. So same amount of wins as last year with the additions they made. Yo, there's no way. Come on, man. Come on, stop thinking. Go think. Use your head and your heart. Come on, man. Because my turn's going to come up too. Next next round is my turn. I say nine and eight. 
I just looked at their uh, looked at the teams they're that they're playing. I I have not looked at anyone's real teams yet. I'm I'm going straight off of the talent on the roster. I will will do that again once the schedule comes out because that'll be like more like yo timing wise. So that's that'll tell more of a bigger story. See, that's the thing though. Like for me, the Giants itself. You could have a three game homestand against your toughest teams. And then that could change your preference. Or you could have your toughest teams spread out over each month. So it's very hard to just go by the teams that are listed on paper. Yeah, but the teams listed on well, – yeah, the, I understand that. But the teams listed on paper, like, I want to know who finished – was it third in the division? Yeah, it would be – we finished third in the division, so we're facing anyone that finished third in the division. Like, that. that's a good uh, – indicator of like oh yeah what what is your kind of competition across the other divisions but just just looking at the talent itself you know defensively we're missing a d end right offensively we get saquon back we get kenny galladay kenny galladay and then our number two receiver slayton who him and Daniel Jones have like a real good connection where they play really well together. You know, Sterling Shepard in the slot, and then you, our fourth guy is John Ross. So, like offensively, we got there. We 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 built something there. Now, as long as they work to fix the offensive line, which, mind you, was terrible last year, and they still got to six wins and had a chance at the division. I would have I say they go nine and eight. I really want to say that Vegas got it right with seven, but I just uh, prior to the draft, I can see them go nine and eight. Now, depending on what happens with the draft, I can can easily say, oh yeah, it's gonna be over because you know we just added a guy like Jalen Waddle or something like that. So I'm go with the over with the nine and eight. So you have Washington win the division. At 10 and 7. Do you have the Giants ahead of Dallas? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So right now the Giants are going to say no to that. Okay. And then the final team, Philly. Listen, I feel bad for Jalen Hurts. Bro. I love Jalen Hurts. To this to, uh, yesterday came out that these dudes are saying, yo, we got we have competition. We got the head coach in the press conference talking about Jeopardy and rock, paper, scissors, bullshit. I have no idea what this dude on. He is Adam B. <laughs> in my opinion. I no. have no idea what the I think the Eagles were looking for it. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to vent on the Eagles because I am not an Eagles fan. But listen, this is some sus. I've never seen a drop off from a Super Bowl so fast. It's disgusting. You're straight up. I think it's a puppet move. Like you're the, the stuff about Doug Peterson uh, not wanting to be controlled. Or whatever. I feel bad for Jalen Hurts. So I don't think Jalen Hurts is enough to propel this team. Six and a half, bro. Oh my God. That's so low. This team should not be this low. They have talent still on this team. The whole O line, if it's healthy, they are, they have studs. You still have Miles Sanders. You still have Jalen Hurts. As of right now, you still have Zach Ertz. You still have him. You still have Dallas Goddard. You have um obviously Jalen Rager, the rookie from last year, first round pick. Um, he needs to play better, in my opinion. And listen, he's young. Not everyone is a rookie of the year to start off with. So, 
I mean, you have him. You have the draft. I think they got bad for him because everyone else, every other wide receiver, looked like a stud. Well, CD Lamb looked okay. He didn't look great. He looked okay. Henry Ruggs was the first receiver taken. He did nothing. And so that that's the thing that was like you know those. And Minnesota. Let's be honest here. uh, Justin Jefferson, obviously, my uh, for my Vikings. Listen, he played with the best quarterback out of all these guys. Let's be honest here. Derek Carr with the with uh I'll take Kirk Cousins over Derek Carr. Who else and, we got? Jerry Judy had who? Who had, who did Jerry Judy have thrown to him? And Jerry Judy is a monster. He just needs a quarterback. Drew Locke, if he's if he can play better, and I, I'm not giving up on him yet. I still think Drew Locke could be something decent. So and who else we got? Uh who else we got? Uh CeeDee Lamb. Let's be honest here. CeeDee Lamb would have been great if um Jack was Jack getting hurt. And then who else? Justin Jefferson. I really spoke on him. Jalen Rager. He had Carson Wentz having Bro, we all know about their issues. So, who else was picked in the first round? Brandon Ayuk, he was a solid. But guess what? The team, Jimmy D, went down. They had Nick Mullins and you had uh, C.D. Beathard, and he still was pretty good. So Yeah, and that, that's what I'm saying. Is it's just like So, technically, the player, the receiver that had the best year had the best QB throwing to him. But the point I'm making is, like, you know, they, everyone wants to – be like, yo, Justin Jefferson, this even T. Higgins while he was playing with Joe Burrow looked great. Yeah, until obviously right. he got it, hurt. It, everyone wants to because the wide receivers have the lowest percent of you know, once the once their rookie contracts are up, they get signed. Everyone wants to judge rookie quarterbacks, uh, rookie wide receivers immediately. Be like, oh yeah, but his class performed like this. He performed like this. We're like, all right, let's just relax there. Let him give him some time. Like, J- like the Philly's offense. I last year I had them winning eleven games. Right, they're still that team minus the quarterback. So they don't have Carson once, and pro- minus. Deshaun Jackson, who, if we're being honest, we kind of expect him to get hurt because one, age, two, even though his speed kills, you know, he's always struggled with the hand and like lower body injuries, abdominal injuries. And then now it's just what's going to happen with Zach Ertz. And if we're being honest here, Zach Ertz isn't the same Zach Ertz that was from two years ago. Now they're using. Dallas Goddard more or more exclusively than they would have, like what they used to do with Zach Ertz. So the team itself is, if healthy, is the same team that I picked to win 11 games. So I think neither one of us has given an answer yet. So six and a half, I want to say over so badly. I want to say over too. But yo, bro, this is so sad. This is so sad. You went from Super Bowl to playoffs to playoffs to last season and now to this, where you are predicted to be the last team in the division. Bro. Also, um, you know, I love Jalen Hurts. I don't want to – it's so hard for me. I love this guy. I think he could be a straight-up star. Will it be there? Bro, you talk about competition. Joe Flacco is the only other guy on the team. See, and I think that the that's the case of if they take a if they somehow take a QB, what pick are, what pick are they? They are pick uh twelve. 
They're 12. If they somehow, somehow trade up again and pick a QB, I'm out. Under six and a half. Straight up. Easy money. But right now, yo, seven and ten, bro. Seven and ten? I think they'll go seven and ten. You still have Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, um, the linebacker, I'm forgetting his name. Derek Barnett, still, I think Derek Barnett is still on the team, if not, if I'm not mistaken. You not still have sure. players. You still have uh, Darius Slay is still in the secondary. You still have – that defense wasn't bad last year. Singleton, he was pretty good. Um, and, the, and I named you the offensive players. The old line could be the best old line in the NFL if it's healthy. And so, that, that's, that's the one thing is, one, are they healthy? And two, the reason this team well, – they definitely was, should be healthy at the start of the season. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what these guys are doing. The, it, if there's any reason for Philadelphia not to succeed, is that it's not going to be a locker room thing. It's going to be a front office thing. It's going to be, you know, Howie Roseman and uh, Jeff Lee Laurie being like, yeah, this is how we see our team being run. You know, we want to see insert quarterback name here instead of Jalen Hurts. That's that's what I see is like if they don't succeed, it's because it's the boardroom calling the shots and not the head coach. And that's what it seems like because he sounds like the head coach sounds like a robot. They put words in his mouth. Uh, My biggest fear is because I am not an Eagles fan. I don't give two shits about the Eagles. But my biggest fear is that if somehow this team goes south again and this man, Jalen Hurts, poor guy, gets blamed and doesn't get a chance somewhere else. And that is wrong. In my opinion, the best team that he could go to is after this season, if they suck and the and the and Ben recalls it quits, Pittsburgh. It ain't that far of a drive. It ain't that far of a drive. Pennsylvania, it's, it's Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So Philly, not that far of a drive. And then you have weapons. You have a defense. And we'll see about Najee Harris going to Pittsburgh. Bro, that would be Alabama, Alabama. Yo, listen. And this is another thing. This is kind of in the time we're living in. Obviously, this is not a social podcast. But obviously, we just saw George Floyd's case happen. He got justice for his family. It doesn't bring back George Floyd, obviously. But it is something. Listen, in this day and age, Black head coach, black QB, bro, that would be nice to see. With Jalen Hurts, Mike Tomlin, let's get it. That would be a nice fit. The other nice fit would be uh, where you're handing off to two uh, Alabama running backs in uh, Las Vegas and throwing to another wide receiver. No, 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 no. That's another toxic team, bro. I ain't trying to send Jalen. Yo, listen, this poor dude. This po- let, let, let's just, you know what? Let's make let's let's profile Jalen Hurts real quick. This poor guy, what he did as a freshman was lead the team to a national championship. He lost to um, Deshaun Watson. And no shame there. Then the next year they go back to the national championship game. He gets benched because yes, let's be honest, he didn't play well. He didn't. We we keep it real. He did not play well. He gets benched, and then he uh, and then Tua wins them the championship against Georgia. Following season, he stays. He doesn't leave. He stays. And when Tua gets hurt against the same team that he was struggling against, he comes in and leads a game-winning drive. Ever since this man cut his dreadlocks, this man has been a stud. It's been – I think it's the hair, bro. I think it's the hair. 
And then what does he do? Obviously, they lose that season to Clemson. What does he do? He goes to Oklahoma and just shatters records. And obviously, he loses to a juggernaut in the greatest team possibly ever. Well, not the greatest team, but the greatest season quarterback-wise from Joe Burrow. There's no shame in that. No so I hope this, and then he comes to this shithole of an organization right now, Philly, with this nonsense, Carson Wentz nonsense, and head coach nonsense going on. So I feel so bad for him. And now we have this. Yo, he got to compete. He got to compete with Joe Flacco? So listen, man. Jalen Hurts, bro, if it's, if it's not Philly, I really – yo, come to Minnesota. Come to Minnesota. Kirk Cousins, I love you. You good. But Jalen Hurts could be great. So mm-hmm. right now, as of right now, Chaitan, six and a half, over. What you got? I'm going with the over. It's going to be like eight wins. If these dudes wins. take – if these dudes take a quarterback, I swear to God. I swear to God. If I was Jalen Hurts right there, I'm a second-round pick. I won't call my agent. I went out. I mean, would you uh, – in a hypothetical sense, you drafted – you traded down. But, yeah, you picked up a first. You can you guys all trade up. Let's say, but, let's say Trey Lance is there at 10. You think you can trade up two spots? Bro, if Trey Lance is there at 10. If Trey Lance, Mac Jones, or Justin Fields is there at 9 – between 8 to 10, you think they can't trade up? Of course they can. I think if Mac Jones is still there, Mac you give up a third and a fourth and go up three spots. But I'm saying, like, if Mac Jones is there at ten, he's going to be there at twelve. Um. Well, you don't know that because someone could trade up. New England could trade up to eleven with your Giants. You don't know, bro. You don't know anything. There's no guarantee. Only guarantee is who's going first. And second, only team that knows what the hell they doing is the first overall pick, and it's simple as that. They got no worries. Yeah, pretty the the Jets pretty much have it in lock that they're picking uh, Zach Wilson too. So okay, I think NFC East has been done. Right now, we have I think if we go in order, it's Washington one for us, both of us. We yep. have the Giants second. We have yep. the Cowboys third, which would be hilarious once again. And then we'd have Philly fourth. And I'm truly hoping I am wrong about Philly because I truly am a Jalen Hurts fan. His story, what he represents. I hope Philly can get their shit together. The so now we get to my turf. We go to the NFC North. We got the first team up. Let's, well, let's just go through each one. Green Bay, 10 and a half. They've won 13 games back-to-back seasons. They won the division back-to-back seasons. Then we got my Minnesota Vikings at eight and a half. They went seven and nine last season. Then we have the Chicago Bears. Yo, Cleo Mack, I feel bad for you, bro. Akeem Hicks, I truly feel bad for you. You guys are ballers at seven wins. And then we have the Detroit Lions, who I see no way in hell having any type of successful season with five wins. So let's start. Green Bay, ten and a half. K-Town, what you got? Over. They just won 13 games in the last two seasons. Uh, like, where have they digressed? The offensive line, and that's about Well, I would say tension, bro. Tension between, you know, he got a more guaranteed money on his deal. You got this rookie over here 
this could be my last season. Right. Do I really yeah. want to play? Blah, 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 blah. You kept Aaron Jones, obviously. You have not done anything to improve that defense. You did. So, um, so but the, the thing is, like, we don't know the status of David Bakhtiari because he, yeah. he tore his Achilles, if I'm not mistaken, or ACL. It was a ACL. severe injury. So, could he be? I, I would. Plus, he's a lineman, he's a big man. So, it's going to be hard to see him, I, in my opinion, play yeah, in I um, agree, but like, their opening month or two. Ten and a half, right? Even including that. Say they go down 11 wins. 11 and 6. Like, you're telling me Aaron Rodgers can't pick up 11 wins? Well, they they, they got four wins off the bat. They beat Chicago both times, Detroit both times. That's four wins right there. That's four wins right and there. And I'm saying that. And I hate this team. And I, but, bro, you ain't beat. They swept them last year. They beat the Bears both times, and they beat the Lions both times. Right? So you're telling me they can't get seven more wins out of other plate teams? Like that, that's how I'm seeing it. It's like, yeah, 10 and a half, right? Yuri win four. So I can see them go four and two, five and one in the division. They right. went five and one last year. Yeah, I feel you. Right. So you go in five games, six games out of division. Yeah. So you either go six and five. Yeah. You had to go six and five. Well, all right, so they got to go six and five, or. All right, so give me the number. Give me the, so you're saying over. Give me the number of wins though. Uh, what was that twelve and five? Twelve and five. Damn, that just sounds so weird. Twelve and five. Oh my god. I, I, yeah, don't worry. I was confused. I I want to say thirteen. Oh, and I have to think before I say some of these answers. I have to think about it. So I I feel what you're coming from. Okay, in my opinion, I'm obviously I'm not gonna be biased here. But I agree with you. They will win over 10 and a half games. I think they will win. They will go. They've been 13 and 3, 13 and 3. I think they're due for a regression. Obviously, I, they could draft a receiver in the first round to help out Aaron Rodgers. I think they go. Damn. I think I agree with you. 12 and 5. I think they go 12 and 5. And. They have a, another – he was the MVP last year. He has Devontae Adams, who was one of the top three receivers in the game. He's always open, 7-11. Man's always open. <laughs> Man is always open. It's phenomenal. I can't hate. I'm not going to hate on any player because I give them what they, they're due. He is phenomenal. He is not a burner. He's just always open, and he will catch almost 99.9% of whatever's thrown his way. And he, puts people he missed skates. two games last year, and he put up those numbers. So – he puts people on skates. No hate, but Green Bay will win over 10 and a half games. I have no idea why it's so low. I don't know what they're thinking. Because I if think Dallas is nine and a half, you think Green Bay is one game above Dallas? That's shocking. So they're being conservative. I don't know. Injuries is not – we can't predict injuries, so we'll, we'll see about that. But 10 and a half, that's easy. But this is a big but. Now we get to the second team. On this list for this division, the NFC North, my Minnesota Vikings. Every other year, that's this the mantra the with this team. Ever since Mike Zimmer has taken over, seven and nine, then eleven and five, then eight and eight, then thirteen and three NFC Championship game. Then we went eight seven and one, 
with Kirk Cousins' first year. Then we went 10-6, and six, won a playoff game. And then last year, 7-9. and nine. Hey, listen, man, I understand patterns aren't everything, but I love this pattern because that means this season we back into the winning column. Back into the winning column. Our entire defense last year was rattled with injuries and rookies. Mike Zimmer has said openly this defense was awful, and I've never had so many rookies playing for me. And it's true. Now, Patrick Peterson, secondary. We still have the future Hall of Famer in Harrison Smith back there. We added a low-risk, high-reward Xavier Woods. Patrick Peterson is due for a bounce back, and I still love him. Back in purple, where he belongs, LSU colors, bring him back. We got Daniil Hunter back from his neck injury, who was the one of the best pass rushers in the game. We get Michael Pierce back because he opted out from COVID, one of the best run stuffers. Dalvin Tomlinson, your own Dalvin Tomlinson, Taytan. I did not know who he was until I looked up his numbers, and this man is a run stuffer. We don't have an opposite the end. So that's one issue, but the rest of the line is set at Eric Kendricks. After Bobby Wagner, he is the best linebacker in the game. In coverage linebacker, he is the best coverage linebacker in the game. And then we get Anthony Barr back from injury. And then we got Cameron Dantzler, who was one of the best rookie corners in the NFL last season. So the defense will be back. I can say that without a doubt they will be back. Obviously, the whole entire NFL had to deal with uh, no fans last year. But there are some teams where home field means something. And I think we can both agree Minnesota is one of those teams where home field, New Orleans is another team, Seattle is another team, where home field with those fans matters. So we're going to get that back. And do I need to go to offense? Do I really need to, Chaitan? But let me do it because I haven't talked about my Vikings in a long time. Offensive line. What up? Go ahead. You're just going to need to fix that offensive line a little bit. That's the thing. I, I give you that. That's always been the issue for many years now. So, Penny Sewell, Rashawn Slater, yo, let me get somebody. Let me get something to fix that line. So, that's the thing. I think they will go after the line in the draft because they have to. But if we're talking skill positions, we got Kirk Cousins, who is a top 10 to 12 quarterback, in my opinion. We have the best receiving duo in the NFL. Come mm-hmm. at me. I got nothing. Thielen, Jefferson. The only one I can give you is Julio and Ridley. Where oh, I said you can challenge. Don't give me no Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Don't give me that. So, in my opinion, that's not that, – that, that doesn't pass Thielen and uh, Jefferson. And then we got Irv Smith, and we have the chef himself. In my opinion, the best running back in the game. You can say Derrick Henry. I won't fault you. You can say Christian McCaffrey. I won't fault you. But it's top three. Dalvin Cook. He is a monster. Eight and a half. That is easy, easy, easy money. They went seven and nine last year with that garbage defense. And Dalvin Cook missing what, like four? And Dal- games? Dalvin Cook makes, I think he missed like three games, and he still almost led the league in rushing until Derrick Henry took some type of magic sauce and boom, left off. But regardless, not only are they going to go over eight and a half, they are going to win this division. You can call that being a fanboy, Homer. I'm not from Minnesota, but whatever. My Vikings blood, even though I 
don't know where it came from, but I love it. Every other year, the Vikings will win, in my opinion. They will go 13-4. and four. They will go 13-4. and four. The only two teams that I feel are their competition in this conference is the Rams and, obviously, Tom Brady. I'm not even going to say Tampa Bay. I'm going to say Tom Brady. Yeah, now, your thoughts, T-Time. Give me your Vikings prediction. 11 and 6. 11 and 6. I like it. I don't love it, but I like it. I mean, Bro, 11 I, wins usually is a good season. In my opinion, whatever um, the loss column is, I, I basically, I'm for, for right now, I'm matching that up to what the previous record would have been. So if you go, if you have six losses, that would have been 10 and 6 in the previous season. Seasons. So I say that's a good season. And I don't like, go by the wins. I'm going by the losses. So six losses, in my opinion, you had a good season. And my thing here is just like Green Bay went five and one, the division. Yeah, and who was the one that beat them? Like, I can if if Minnesota can beat them twice. Listen, I think Green Bay and Minnesota are both going to go five and one division. In my opinion. Detroit has no business. We swept Detroit last year, and we went one and one against the Bears last year, and we beat Green Bay. So we went we went four and two last year. Green Bay went five and one. Yeah, but I like if there's any team that can beat Green Bay twice, obviously it's you guys. Because yeah, I don't but, see that happening. I'm just be oh, can it happen? Of course, anything can happen. But I'm, just gonna be, I'm gonna them. be I'm gonna be fair. That that's what I'm saying is like. 12 and 5 for Green Bay, 11 and 6 for Minnesota. You guys can easily beat them twice and win the division. It's not it's not like oh, it's it's so decisive that you guys are only going to win 11 games. It it's not like I wanted to say you guys are going 12 and 5 too. But I mean, we still got to you know Hey, when we went 13 and 3, nobody in health saw that coming. We started off with Sam Bradford ended up with Case Keenum. That season. Yeah. Sam Bradford was great this season. He was great to start off, though. That man was throwing dimes against the Saints. Monday Night Football against Adrian Peterson. Homecoming. Ow. I don't forget Chaitan, bro. I'm, I know everything. I keep it all in this memory bank. Die hard Vikings fan here, bro. Die hard. Good times. Good times. Simpler times. But I think this is it. The Vikings. Kirk Cousins. He needs to prove himself. He has two years on his deal. Mike Zimmer. Listen. I love Mike Zimmer, but also time is ticking on him. Rick Spielman, same thing. So this draft is going to be very, very important for this management, front office coaching staff, in my opinion. But I think the Vikings will go 13-4. and And if not 13-4, and they will have one more win than Green Bay, and they will win this division. But now we go to... Wait, who's your offensive coordinator? We have... Gary Kubiak's son, Clint Kubiak. And I fully okay. have, listen, the, pedigree, learning to his father, love I it. I just want to make sure, because I was like, I, I remember it was, I was, I was trying to remember, make sure it was uh, Kubiak, but I was like. Gary Kubiak last year was phenomenal. Flat out phenomenal. Past two seasons, phenomenal. You know, I just that zone scheme sure. with Dalvin Cook and those receivers, Stefan Diggs the year prior, and last year, obviously, we had the rookie sensation himself, Justin Jefferson. We need a third receiver. We need a guard, a tackle, and a D end, and we're set to go. 
That's it. There's nothing left to talk about, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I just want to double check because I was like, I was remembering uh, Kubiak, and then every team he's been like head coach of from from Houston to Denver has had a great defense. So I was like, wait, is he a defensive minded coach? I couldn't remember that for a minute. Okay, so now we go to Chicago Bears. Oh my God, that playoff season a couple years ago seemed so far away. What's the defense was a mo- hey, listen, this defense, even though Buster Screen is gone, Kyle Fuller is gone, a couple other pieces, uh, Leonard Floyd was gone last year. They had, a lot of people have left this team, but bro, you still have Khalil Mack, you still have Akeem Hicks, who's probably the, one Quinn. of the best D tackles. No one talk, he's the most underrated player in the NFL, in my opinion, one of the most underrated players on defense. You still have Roquan Smith, you Robert still Quinn. have Eddie Jackson in the secondary. Yo, they got defensive players still. So Robert Quinn on the other end. Robert Quinn was off, but let's let's be fair. He was awful last. He got the bag and he just slept on it. He didn't do shit. You have Khalil Mack on the opposite side and you ain't doing shit. Yeah, no, there's some offense. Listen, Allen Robinson, yo, someone saved this man. Someone saved this man. I, I was hoping he would he would go to some like maybe your Giants. I was, I was hoping he'd come to the Giants too. He signed that tag ASAP. He signed that tag ASAP. He's like, yo, I'm gonna sign this shit. And one year later, I'm a bounce because he's there. So obviously, they still have him as a star player. Jimmy Graham, he's old. He's done. Jimmy Graham, he can still catch touchdowns, but he ain't running more than five yards. And you yeah. have Cole Clement. He's I Cole Clement. He's solid. Terry Cohen will be back, so that's an addition. Montgomery, he's I the old line. They're okay. No, that I like line is terrible. Eh, I'll give him okay. <laughs> I'll be no, nice. No. Yeah, they're I'll pretty nice. bad. Head coach is aight. Let's be honest. He's pretty bad too. GM is garbage. I will fully openly <laughs> yeah, say that. That, that one is that one's uh, we're on the same page there. And then we got uh Mooney. I like him. He's a he's a solid receiver. I like him. Anthony Miller is uh oh, is he, he still as I think there was trade rumors. I don't know if he got cut or not. I don't think so. But Anthony Miller, he's solid. They have so, they're solid. So seven is their over-under. I think. I think, damn, that defense, they got too many players. They got too much pride. But, bro, Andy Dalton, I think he's better than Trubisky. I think he's better than Trubisky. Me too. But I can't see them. They're they're going Owen. They're going two and four. Best case scenario, in my opinion, in this division. Best case, two and four. I'm going to hit them with the under. So, seven wins. I think they go six and 11. Yeah, under. I'm going to six and eleven too. Six and eleven. Two wins will be against Detroit. Yo, that's so sad to say. But yeah, bro, I think I don't know how much more we can talk about this. It's Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace, deuces. The only way they save their jobs is they draft a rookie quarterback this year. He balls out somehow, and that saves them. That's it. Unless you have a different thought. I mean. I see the complete opposite happening is they picked the wrong rookie quarterback. This then everyone just like, well, well, I was trying to frame it as if the only way they could save their jobs. That's the, I think they both will be back next season. Hell no, no way. I mean, that's the only way they could save their jobs. I just don't see them saving their jobs. Yeah. They would have to make one of those Kings ransom moves. I think their, their stay in Chicago has been over. Was it overwhelmed? 
they've stayed too long. And then we will conclude this episode with the Detroit Lions. <laughs> I feel so bad for Detroit Lions. If I was a Lions fan, bro, I wouldn't be able to take it because the only thing that was keeping me sane if I was a Lions fan for the past decade, well, first was Calvin Johnson. And then once he retired, I had obviously Matthew Stafford. And now he's gone. Jared Goff is average at best. I'm being nice. And that was with um, Kyle, I mean, not Kyle, um, McVay, Sean McVay as his head coach. He leaves that situation at one time with Gurley, Cooks, Cup, Woods, etc. Now you go to, I can't name you a receiver on this damn team. Uh, Kenny Galladay, no. gone. Marvin Jones, gone. Okay, TJ Hawkinson. He is a very good tight end, promising young player. But besides that, well, DeAndre Swift is, he's good. He's solid. But, bro, Taylor Decker, he's a very good left tackle. Um, On offense, I think at best they'd be – at best they could be below average on offense. Their be best tough. receiver is Tyrell Williams, I think. And he's coming yeah. off of a lost season. I mean, tell him how you really feel about Jared Goff. Well, he's average at best. As simple as that, bro. I'm going based on his career with the Rams. He's average at best. All right. How would he have been without McVay? We'll see this year, right? And that's why the over is five. I'm going under. That's my answer. They going four and 13. I think they go like two and 15. I don't think they'll be as bad as the Jets were or as bad as the um, the Jaguars were, but I think they will be very bad. Abby, I'm looking at the schedule or set teams that they're going to face off against. I can only see them beating, okay, maybe three teams. Cincinnati. Oh, hell no. They didn't beat. Is that home or a road? That is a home game. Oh, my. I still don't think they're going to beat Cincinnati. No way. Philadelphia. You're telling me Joe Burrow, Jared Goff. Oh, that's easy. That's easy money answer for me. I mean, yeah, that's easy money. Just based on the quarterback, that's easy Especially money. Especially if they draft a receiver. Because then you have Kyle, Tyler, obviously knock on wood. We don't know injuries. Who, who's going to be playing when. But let's say that's the opening game of the season. Uh, Bengals versus uh, Lions. Bro, Tyler Boyd, T, uh, um, T. Higgins. If they pick Pitts or um, Jamar Chase. Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow, bro, you 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 bugging. I'm picking the Bengals. I would too, but I'm just I'm just looking at this. I'm like, you think Vegas would put the line at what? Bengals or Lions? I think they would give the Bengals seven and a half. No, 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 no. Relax. That's too much. That's too much. That's too. Do I think they'll win by seven? Yes, but I think if you're going by Vegas perspective, they will favor half, the Bengals. Oh, what four and a half? Okay, let me see. Tell me the other two teams you think they could uh, beat. I think they can also be the Bears. Uh, I didn't count the Bears. I'm trying to think of the top of my head random team that 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 I think they could beat. I really can't think of many. I think they could beat Denver on an off day. Where Denver is that game? Day. Where's that game? Maha, that's the only. Oh, uh, dude, no, 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 deuces! No way, 
No way. That, that, Jared I Goff scrap in Mile it. High? Hell no. And then I say Philly. That's Where is that? Detroit. Uh, nah, I'm taking Jalen Hurts, bro. I'm looking at the schedule, bro, right? Deuces. They, they might win one game. They no, may listen, win zero games. Listen to this. Listen to this. Atlanta. At nah. Atlanta. You know what? Let's just list the choice schedule. Go ahead. Atlanta at Atlanta. No. Chicago at Chicago. Eh, no. Cleveland at Cleveland. No. Detroit. Uh, no. Uh, Chicago at home. Maybe. Green Bay at home. Hell no. Minnesota at home. Fuck no. Arizona at home. No. 49ers at home. Oh, hell no. Ravens at home. Oh, hell Cincinnati at home? No, baby, no. Philly at home? Maybe. Green Bay at Green Bay? No, 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 no. Los Angeles and California? Oh my God, Jerry Goff revenge game. Oh wait, they play. They play the Rams? Yeah. Ooh, revenge game, bro. They about Aaron Donald gonna kill this man. Uh, Minnesota at Minnesota? Please. Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. Oh my goodness! This Seattle at Washington. I thought that the worst team in the division gets the best type of schedule. This schedule is awful. They get to play Seattle in Seattle. Their best game, their easiest so-called game, is Philly and Cincinnati. And then Denver at Mile High. I am retracting my statement. This is way under. They they winning. They going two and fifteen. I told you they're going to And if they go after the first team ever to go 0 and 17, I swear to God, I would not be surprised. But just <laughs> off just off the fact that this Jets team that we just saw this past season won two games, I think they're gonna win a game or two. But bro, bro, on paper, they have no business beating any of these teams. And that's why I was so confused when you're like, Yeah, no, they'll win four games. I'm like, does he does he I think they can beat the 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 the, the Bears one game, Philly and um uh, one other game uh, late into the season off of somebody not playing because injuries are a part of the game. We know that's going to happen. And I can, yeah, I can see that too. I can see them win three games. Yeah. But I think two is being as realistic as possible. Given what they're, I just they're saw. They're tanking. Game. They got their, they got Rams pick next year. They have their own first round pick. I feel so bad for Detroit. If, if there was any team in this division that I would feel Happy for winning a Super Bowl, it would be Detroit because they have gone through absolute hell. And it's not the fans' fault. It's the damn ownership or whatever they got going on. That Ever since Barry Sanders retired, you didn't put shit around him. Then you get a freak of nature in Calvin Johnson. You get Matthew Stafford. And you can't win. You get Jim Caldwell, who has his worst season was 9-7, and seven, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And you fire him for this fat dumbass and Matt Patricia with this dumbass pencil that I never understood. And it's this dude was absolutely, yo, he is not, he can't lick Bill Belichick's shoes. And they were God awful. And now you hire Dan Campbell. I have, I like Dan Campbell and I don't know much about him to be honest, but I think he has passion. He's a fighter. He's a hard worker, it seems like. But, bro, this team has no – their talent deficiency. I can name you probably 10 players, and that's about it. I just 
the city of Detroit. Oh, my bad. Before you go, if you think Jared Goff, I'm just saying this for the public, if Jared Goff is going to have a revenge game, what the hell do you think Matthew Stafford is going to feel against that team? That team took away his entire youth. Go ahead. My bad. I feel, you know who I feel real bad for that game? Jeff Okuda. Oh, yeah. He, did, he didn't do shit last year. He was but, hurt. So he's a, he's, a, he's a young player. So he is a franchise type of player that they can build around. I don't know who they're going to take at seven. Probably a receiver because I can't name you. Tyrell Williams is the only receiver uh, that I can think of. TJ Hawkinson, he's good. That's about it. But, like, could you imagine them being like. They are very, 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 very far away from contending, in my opinion. Yeah. And then the reason I feel bad for Jeff Okuda is you, you have to know Matthew Stafford definitely picked on him during, you know, like scrimmages. All those practices, Matt Stafford definitely had to pick on him. Be like, yeah, I have, I, yeah, you might be the third pick, but you're still a rookie corner. And he didn't do amazing last season. So Matt Stafford probably knows all his weaknesses. If anyone's going to get ripped apart that game, Matthew Stafford's going to find a way. Oh, and well, I just feel bad for the city of Detroit. Yeah, yeah, it sucks to leave this conversation off with the Detroit Lions, but we have plenty more divisions to go. But for this day, we went over the NFC North, the NFC East. I feel confident in the, our predictions. We are very, very far away. But what we are not far away from is the NFL draft, which is about exactly – one, we're it's eight twenty six Eastern time right now. We are one week away, and it is going to be beautiful. It's going to be amazing to see these kids' dreams come true. Lives will be changing. At the end of the day, whatever your team is, whatever draft spot you have, at the end of the day, lives will be changing, and that is the biggest thing about the NFL draft. And it's going to be amazing to get to see it live in terms of in person, no Zoom bullshit, and that is great news in Cleveland next week. All right. Well, so next divisions that we'll probably look at are the AFC North and AFC East. But until then, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace out.